Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. You know, not too long ago, a, a friend of mine, an, an, an artist, who for now shall remain nameless, announced out of the blue, pretty suddenly, and, and I have to say, a bit too aggressively that she had recently accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as her personal life coach. Now, needless to say, I was taken somewhat aback. I mean, this struck me as a, as a very unlikely career move. I mean, my friend is, was, is still presumably a, a fairly ambitious artist. I, I would say that, 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 that on the her professional pie chart, she could be comfortably situated somewhere between, I don't know, late emerging maybe and uh, early mid-career. I mean, she, she, she's already had her share of, 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 of regionally acceptable, respectable thematic group shows under her belt. Uh, she's had a good fair share of, of trendy pop-up type exhibitions, one or two alternative not-for-profit somebody's mother's garage solo shows. There's been some press, most of it favorable, some of it even coherent. I mean, this friend of mine, this, this friend was well on her way, patiently, crawling up the rungs of, of careerism. Now this friend, this, this artist, this artist that for discretion's sake shall, at least for now, remain nameless, seemed to have everything going for her. She, she even had a tenure track adjunct, semi-permanent place-holding teaching job at, at uh, one of the, the more prestigious community colleges here in the area. And, and, and I'm thinking to myself, Timmy, this has got to be career harikiri. This, this is a self-inflicted professional disaster. I mean, who does this? Publicly announcing that they have been visited by the bright light of redemption, that they've, that they've submitted to some epiphanic revelation, that, that, that they've deliberately turned their back on their past and have adopted an, an evangelical worldview that in all probability will ruin their reputation. And at first, at first I thought it was a joke. I, 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 I actually convinced myself that it was, it was a well-tuned, seamless, extravagant public performance piece that, that intrepidly challenged our accepted notions of normative skepticism. I, 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 then I saw her brochure. Yeah, she has a brochure. It's, it's, it's something of a personal manifesto, a kind of ecumenical artist statement, a, a slick, glossy resume of sorts. Uh, it, 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 it kind of reintroduces her into the art world, but, but on different, different, frankly, weird terms, on weird terms. I mean, I, I might as well tell you who it is. You probably got the brochure already yourself. I, I actually got mine in the mail. I'm on her mailing list. I mean, who who even uses mail anymore? And and, 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 and I mean, brochure? Who makes brochures? Anyway, it's Yare Felp. Mm -hmm. That's right. I can almost hear a collective gasp out there. Yeah, it's Yare Felp. Yare. That beautiful and notorious Uruguayan painter known mostly for her 
colorful depictions of amiable jungle animals copulating in hotel rooms. Lovely woman, lovely, lovely woman. Now, apparently, and I learned this from, from the bio in her new, in her new brochure, uh, that early on in her career, an art dealer made a visit to her studio and, 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 and when he saw her, her, her work, in no uncertain terms, he said that, 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 uh, that most people would find her, her paintings, well, uh, difficult. And this, it seems, resulted in a profound erosion in her already fragile self-esteem. I'm reading it right off the brochure. And, um, and, and, and she continued making art, but the echo of that early encounter never stopped haunting her. Then, one day, a friend invited her to attend what she called, and I, I, I never heard of this before, and, 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 I, and you know what? I was raised as a traditional apostolic Pentecostal Tertullian. I was actually christened at St. Chrysostom, the mega church in downtown St. Louis. So I know what I'm talking about, and I never heard of this, but her friend invited her to what's called a wet transfiguration ceremony. What's a wet transfiguration ceremony, you're wondering? Yeah, it, it's new to me too. It, it, it's a ritual that typically takes place in a lake or an ocean. I looked it up. But when Yari did it, for whatever reason, it took place in a jacuzzi with the, with the jets turned off. And what they do is they have a church member or what they call a scripture sponsor who, who submerges you into the water and then leads you through a series of spontaneous affirmations. So basically, it's up to the discretion of the newly converted to write down their own script. So supposedly, Yara got in there and, and started rattling off names of famous curators and, and names of art fairs and names of galleries and, and, and grant foundations and, and names of critics, names of, of collectors. I mean, it was crazy. I, 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 actually, I actually saw a section of it, an edited version of her initiation. I saw it on YouTube and it, and it was amazing. It was, she was wearing all white. It kind of looked like a, a sexy nightgown. I mean, it was wet. Then again, just about everything looks sexy when it's wet. And, and, her, and her hair was, was drenched, and her bangs were covering her eyes, and, and her lips were barely moving, but I could hear her muttering, Gugosian, Pace, Miami, Eli Broad, Guggenheim, Spark Boone. And then, and then she's guided out of the jacuzzi, and, and it's kind of funny, because just as she gets out, the jets start foaming up, and this middle-aged fat guy wearing a thong walks in, carrying a beer, a cell phone, and a magazine. <laughs> anyway, the video ends with her staring into the camera and saying, or I guess she's affirming, uh, uh, again, with that blank look, she says, Whitney retrospective by 45. And she looks high. I'm telling you, she, she looks like she's high on something. And she's, she's smiling, but the smile is weird. Like, like I don't know, like, 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 like in the movie Sister Carrie. Anyway, the, the, the video stops abruptly. And, and, and you know what? The thing has over 700,000 views. And, and you know, honestly, I'm still not... 100% sure that this is for real. I mean, it easily could, could still be some sort of conceptual art parody or, or something like that. I mean, you never know these days. You just are never sure. <laughs> you know that there are, there are actually 
people out there who think that this podcast, that Timmy Black and the lives of contemporary artists, they think that this is some sort of hoax. Can you believe that? It's funny, right? People. <sighs> anyway. That's got to be it for this week. But please, please join me again next time as we examine more questionable practices common within the lives of contemporary artists.